Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. You're on Money FM 89.3. I'm Theresa Montero for the workday afternoon. Osteoarthritis of the knee places a considerable burden on society. In Singapore, it is estimated that 20,000 Singaporeans undergo total knee replacement surgery every year, and 96% of such replacements are caused by osteoarthritis. This number is projected to grow. So what are the concerns? And are there alternatives for patients? We find out next on Health Suites on Money FM 89.3. Health Suites with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Health Suites. On the phone today, I am joined by Dr. James Wee, consultant, orthopedic surgeon, Oxford Orthopedics, a pioneer in the Oxford partial knee replacement. This method is known to remove about 75% less bone and cartilage compared to total knee replacement, leave the two knee ligaments, the ACL and the PCL, intact and offer faster recovery. We find out more. Doctor, welcome to the show. Hi, Clarissa. Thanks so much for having me on and a good afternoon to everyone. It is absolutely our pleasure. Now, maybe you can start by telling us what osteoarthritis is and who it is that it most likely affects. Right. So osteoarthritis is a very common condition and it's really a degenerative condition of the joints. As we get older, the cartilage gets worn out over time as we use the joints more and more in our lives. And this leads to a condition where the bone begins to rub on the bone once the cartilage is worn out. And this causes pain, swelling and redness in the joint. Okay. and so, yep. No, I, I was just going to jump in and ask you. You said it is a, a sort of wear and tear situation. Does that mean yeah, everyone exactly. is going to suffer from it as we get older? Yes, I would say um, everyone suffers uh, from this problem to different extents. Um, some patients get it earlier, some patients get it later, and some patients never really get very serious symptoms in the end, but everyone gets it to some degree or other. Okay, so who is most likely to be affected by this? I think we see different groups of patients. Those who are in the older age group, about the 60s and 70s, theirs is truly wear and tear condition. As they get older and they've had many cycles through their joints, it gets worn out and they get pain. The other group that we see is in the younger age group, usually in their late 40s or even early 50s. And these are patients who either had previous injuries to the knee, for example, from sports in the past or from accidents. And the other group in this younger age group would be those who have very demanding occupations where they are having to carry heavy loads or involved in a lot of uh, strenuous activity as part of their working life. So these are the two main groups that we see, those younger ones and those who are slightly older. You're not encouraging me to get up off my couch and go jog around the park, Doc. Uh, well, jogging is good for you, for your heart. <laughs> Maybe less so for the knees. <laughs> right. Now let's talk about treatment options for osteoarthritis. What have they been in the past? What's necessary for a patient, you know, before we even talk about knee replacement? Right. So traditionally, when we talk about treatment for knee arthritis, uh, we divide them into surgery and non-surgical options. Mm-hmm. So most patients should start with non-surgical options and really the keystone uh, is physiotherapy. The whole role of physiotherapy is to strengthen the knee muscles and also stabilize the knee joint and helps to keep the knee joint uh, flexible as well. So when you have a more stable and stronger knee joint, actually the pain comes down in the majority of patients and they are able to walk for further distances and take part in more activities before the pain sets in. And so we find that about 80% of patients after they undergo physiotherapy for about three to six months, they have significant improvement and they may not need surgery a lot of the time. 
So physiotherapy is very important, and we send our patients, most of our patients, uh, for a trial of physiotherapy at the beginning. Other adjuncts to physiotherapy include they wear knee guards sometimes just to enhance the stability when they are doing strenuous exercises or when they're going out. We can help with some light pain medication uh, to deal with uh, episodes of pain when there is a flare-up. And uh, lastly, we also advise them to moderate their activities. So maybe avoid high-impact sports that involve a lot of jumping or heavy weightlifting, and also to cut down on uh, stair climbing and deep squatting exercises as well. And all these help. There's also a small group of patients who ask about knee injections as well. Mm -hmm. And um, so knee injections may be useful for patients who have some persistent knee pain despite doing physiotherapy and doing the activity modification. And in the past, it was very popular to inject steroids into the knee. Nowadays, the trend has shifted towards injecting uh, supplements that help to lubricate the knee. And this may temporarily provide relief for some patients as well. So that's the non-surgical options. Right. So you break it down to, to the surgical options and, and then all of these patients who you look at with the non-surgical options. And uh, we discussed this uh, before we went on air. I've actually had a cortisone shot into my knee already. You're saying those steroid right. shots were treatments from the past and now there are other alternatives. That's right. It's still a relevant uh, modality even right now. Mm -hmm. But as we know, steroids do have some side effects. And uh, the effects are a bit more short-lived. We expect the effects of a steroid injection to last for maybe about three months to four months. Mm -hmm. Whereas the lubricants may last as much as six months to a year. Now, in the past, I was told, in my case particularly, if you have a steroid injection, there are only so many you can have before then we look at other treatments and and perhaps even surgery. Is that still the case? Yes, that is still the recommendation that uh, most surgeons would advise you on. Mm -hmm. We don't want to have too many uh, steroid injections in the knee, again, because of the side effects uh, that steroids bring to the table. The supplements or the uh, lubricants are much safer. They have no real significant side effects for most patients. So those can be repeated as well. Usually, if the pain comes back after six months or a year, we can offer it again with the caveat that uh, as time goes by and the arthritis gets worse, the efficacy of the pain relief seems to deteriorate with each injection. Right. And then we get closer to the option of knee replacement surgery. Yes. Right. So it's good you brought that up because um, our knee replacement traditionally has uh, been total knee replacement. When we say total knee replacement, it means that we replace the entire knee joint with a metal prosthesis. Now, it's important to understand that the knee is made up of three different compartments. So there's an inner side of the knee, the outer side of the knee, and the kneecap. And in about 90% of the patients, they develop degeneration and pain over the inner side of the knee first before it spreads the other parts of the knee. And so this is where the concept of a partial knee replacement comes in. Because um, if you have a patient who has very bad pain and cartilage loss over the inner side of the knee, but has otherwise a healthy knee in the kneecap, and in the outer side, then we can look at trying to preserve the healthy side parts of the knee and just replacing the damaged part of the knee. So it's a very targeted treatment. The next question that people will ask is, what's the advantage of doing it that way? Mm. What's the point of doing a partial knee right. replacement? It makes sense because, one, a partial knee replacement is done through a much smaller incision than a total knee replacement, approximately half the length. And that means that there's a lot less soft tissue injury during the operation. The operation is associated with less blood loss and a lot less risk uh, of major complications when compared to a total knee replacement. And this has been validated in big studies. Um, so if it, one word describes it, it's safer than mm-hmm. a total knee replacement, which on its own is a safe operation, but a partial knee replacement is even safer. It also is associated with a lot less pain after the surgery. 
injury because it's going through a smaller incision with less injury. So patients are normally able to go home quite often within a day of the surgery and they are able to resume ambulation and walking on the same day of surgery itself. So they have faster recovery and earlier return to work and their sports. And the last thing is that it may be a better option because, as you described in your introduction, up to 75% of the knee is retained in a partial knee replacement. So patients actually feel that they have a very natural feeling knee with a better flexibility compared to after a, knee re- a total knee replacement. So for some patients where squatting or kneeling is important, this is a big benefit for them as they are able to bend the knee a lot more. So in summary, it's safer, better and has faster recovery than after a total knee replacement. Okay, let's, let's hold it up against a total knee replacement. How long is your downtime for a total knee replacement? How long is all the lying around and, and waiting for the recovery and before you're able to go back to work, before you can move around again, before you can start running around again? Oh, that's an excellent question and that's a question that I get a lot. The short answer is about half the time. The recovery time after a partial knee replacement is about half the time. So for a total knee replacement, usually to get back to full activity and uh, be quite normal, probably mm-hmm. about three months, sometimes two months if the patient is really, really very active in his recovery. For half knee replacement or partial knee replacement, that recovery time is cut down to about four to six weeks usually. So usually at about six weeks, they can return to most of their work and most of their activities, provided they're not doing high-impact stuff uh, at the beginning. And then we can do progressive training to get them back to even more high-intensity sports after maybe two months to three months. Okay, now knee injuries are something that we develop over time. Osteoarthritis, etc. is something that is inevitable for some of us. It gets bad enough that we're even talking about surgery. You do the partial knee replacement surgery. Does that last the rest of our lives or is it something that we have to look at doing again 10, 20 years down the road? Right, that's an interesting uh, question as well. In the past, partial knee replacements didn't last as long as total knee replacements. Uh, that was because there were gaps in knowledge and understanding of partial knee replacement. Mm-hmm. Um, but with a better understanding and better technological advances nowadays, we find that the partial knee replacement lasts approximately as long as the total knee replacement. Now, there are a few caveats to this. The first caveat is that you need to select the proper patient. That means the patient has to have arthritis that's localized to the compartment that you're replacing. If the patient has generalized arthritis affecting all the compartments of the knee joint, then that patient is probably better off with a total knee replacement. The second caveat is to select the right surgical team. So you need to have a surgeon who is trained and experienced in doing a partial knee replacement because it's a different operation from a total knee replacement. And there is data to back this up. There are studies that show that there is a definite learning curve to a partial knee replacement. And that study actually shows that you need about 25 operations to deliver a more consistently good result. And to maintain that level of uh, good results, you probably need to do about 10 cases a year to uh, maintain currency in the procedure. So you have to choose the right patient and it has to be done by an experienced surgeon in partial knee replacement. Now, when we get these criteria met, then we are looking at at 10 years, more than 90% of the partial knee replacements are still functioning well. And this compares quite well to a total knee replacement where data shows that at 10 years, 90 to 95% are functioning well as well. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you get the right patient and the right team, then it is probably about as lasting as a total knee replacement. So it is a match of a patient with, with the right set of conditions and the right surgical team. Exactly. 
Okay, now, assuming that our listener who is considering this surgical option is the right kind of patient, has the right criteria, and they're matched with the right doctors, what should they be considering post-surgery? Do they change their lifestyle? Are they less active? Do they stop doing the, the HIIT workouts? What do they need to know? Actually, the whole point of doing a knee replacement surgery is to restore quality of life mm-hmm. to the patient and in so doing, uh, promote a more active lifestyle and improve general health overall. So um, I would say that if for my patients, I would advise them to go back to what they want to do. I don't uh, impose limitations on them, provided they set aside an adequate period of time for recovery mm-hmm. and a graduated rehab program that gets them back to the activities or sports that they want to do. So I, I remember very clearly that I had this patient a few years ago who was an avid dragon boat racer. He was in like the early 50s and he came for a partial knee replacement. He did very well. We saw him at two weeks after the surgery and he was already heading back to work and he was uh, back at independent Did you smack him? <laughs> <laughs> so he came at, at about five, six weeks after the surgery and he told me, Doc, my, my knee is now starting to hurt a bit even though it didn't hurt before. See, you should have and smacked so I, uh, him. <laughs> yeah, I should have smacked him, right? But uh, he came in with his wife and so his wife was giving him was giving him disapproving looks. And so I asked her, so what, what's actually going on? You look like you have something to say. And she told me, well, what he hasn't told you, Doc, is that he's gone back to dragon boating two weeks ago. And that's why uh, he's having pain now. And even yesterday, he was just walking along Orchard Road for about four to five hours without a break. So I think the problem we have with partial knee replacements is that patients don't actually have that much pain after the surgery and they have a tendency to overdo things in the early stages of recovery. So we actually have to slow them down a bit and say, look, this is the program. This is your rehab program. Stick to it and you'll do well in one to two months. But if you try to go too fast, you may end up being a little bit slower in the end. Right. See, should have smacked him. She should have smacked him too. (laughs) You're you're right. You're spot on as always. Do you have any last comments for our listeners? I, You know, to be quite honest, as a potential patient, the hardest part is how do I identify the right doctor? So for our listeners, if they think that this is something they want to consider, and you did point out it's very important, the right surgical team, how do you find the right surgical team? So that's the difficulty I think most, uh, most patients have. If you have a trusted family physician or a trusted sports physician, you can go and see them first and ask them to recommend someone mm-hmm. who is um, experienced in knee replacement surgery, especially in partial knee replacement surgery. And that doctor can then uh, assess you to see if you are a good candidate for partial knee replacement. The other thing is that it's important to see the doctor early if you're having knee pain because uh, we want to catch it in the early stages when it's isolated to one compartment and then you'll be a good candidate for partial knee replacement. If we wait until it's too late and the disease is very advanced, then you probably have to go with a total knee replacement at that point. Right. Okay. Now we've been speaking with Dr. James Wee, consultant, orthopedic surgeon, Oxford Orthopedics. It's been very informative. I thank you for your time and I thank you for the information. Thank you very much for having me on the show again, Clarissa. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone. I'm Clarissa Monter for the Workday Afternoon. This is Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.